0: What's up you guys? Welcome back to unfiltered and welcome to season two of my podcast. It's a new year. It's a new season. We've done 40 episodes in season number one in 2020. So thank you guys so much to anyone that is an old OG listener or a new listener or just a random listener. And you came on for this episode right now. So thank you guys so much for your patience while I took a month off for the holidays and just kind of in between the seasons as well. I definitely feel a lot more refreshed now and I feel like I needed that time to just be more excited and refreshed about new ideas and new episodes for the podcast. So thank you guys for your patience and if you want to stay updated on all things with the podcast, know when new episodes come out first. You can always follow Unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes on Instagram. We have our own little Instagram account. And this year I am making it a promise to myself as well as just like a goal to post more regularly on the podcast Instagram and just make it more of an interactive community. So welcome back, you guys. I want to do a little life chat update with you guys. But first, I wanted to go over just a few changes to the show that you might notice from season one to season two. So the first thing is welcome to season two. We have new intro and outro music. I think it's just fun to switch it up. We've had the other one this whole time. I am going to update the cover art for season two because why not? Let's bring some fresh podcast cover art. So that will hopefully be in the next like few weeks or the next month. So look out for that. It's going to look different, but I think it's going to be even better podcast art than we've already had. As for some other changes, I mentioned to you guys that the show might be becoming a bi-weekly podcast this year, and I'm still a little bit back and forth on that. I think if I'm really really truthful to myself, I do think that it would be better for me and I would be able to produce better longer episodes for you guys as well as sticking to my other platforms if the show was bi-weekly and I think that is what I'm going to be leaning towards doing but as of right now I'm going to keep it weekly for the time being and you guys were really helpful I asked you guys again in the polls on Instagram how you felt about that and most of you guys like nine out of ten of you guys said you would definitely still listen to the podcast if it was every other week so that's just something I'm thinking about one other change to the podcast that you guys will notice is I'm ending the reviewer of the week shout out just because that was kind of something that was exciting and fun for the first season to get people, you know, reviewing the show so more people can find it. However, I am still offering a little bit of a fun initiative. If you guys ever take the time out of your day to leave a review on Apple podcasts for the podcast. So because I appreciate every single review so very much, it really helps me out because almost I think of it as the comment section of my podcast because there is no comment section on podcasts like there is on YouTube and Instagram. So if you ever feel like writing a review of Unfiltered, if you write the review and then you DM me a screenshot of your review On Instagram, I will follow you on Instagram to say thank you for writing a review because it does take time out of your day. So, if you ever feel like leaving a review, just know that you can DM me a screenshot of your review and I will give you a follow on Instagram. It might take me a while to see it because I don't always go through every single one of my DMs, but I try to, you know, weekly or every other week or something like that. So, I will eventually see it, but just be patient with me in the meantime and I will thank you by giving you a follow. Well, I guess I should say what I'm going to be talking about today and that is we're gonna be talking about a few things I actually asked you guys on Instagram for what you want to hear more this year so shout out to whoever commented this I don't have your username right now but you know who you are she commented and she said personal growth manifestations and music And I saw the comment and said, you know what, this is a great idea. I would love to talk about all of these things in today's episode. So that's some things that we're going to be going into today. But before that, I did want to do just like a mini little life catch up with you guys. But what I've been up to in the last month since I've last chatted with you guys on here, um, I did make a video over on my Patreon, like a little life update and a little story time of some of the highlights as well as just story time things that happened over the past month, over my Christmas, over my New Year's, over the past couple weeks. I told um, a story time about some crazy travel drama that I had, as well as I told the story time of taking Molly with my boyfriend for the first time. So if you want to hear that, I'll link that post on my Patreon down below in the show notes of this episode if you want to go become a patron for regular juicy videos like that but you guys know i went home for about five days for the holidays and it was great it was very chill relaxed just saw my parents and a couple of friends while i was home and for me i'm really glad that i did that and i know that not everybody felt safe or comfortable or wanted to travel for christmas and for the holidays this year but i felt safe about the way that i did it and my parents were kind enough to want me to come home for christmas so that was awesome what else have i been up to since i got back um did a mellow new year's i got to have My first midnight New Year's kiss with my boyfriend, which was really cute because I've never had a midnight New Year's kiss that I can remember. I don't think I have. I've had like kisses on New Year's Eve, but not at midnight. And it was super cute. I can't believe it's already been like, what is it, the 16th or the 15th? I'm just shook that it's already halfway through January. I probably, I don't know. January is always a little bit of a weird month for me. I'm sure some people can relate. It's just, you know, that after holidays kind of, it's winter. It's so cold. It, I, you know what I mean? It's just kind of one of those months. It's it's one of my least favorite months, but I will say I'm having a pretty good January overall. So, I can't really complain, you guys. I did a fun like editorial style photo shoot last week. That was kind of outside of my comfort zone. I haven't done a shoot <laughs> like a a photo shoot in almost a year and it's just something that i don't do that often but it was so fun and i got to have a bunch of cool photos i got to get my makeup done in a really cool way and my hair done and meet a bunch of creative people i also am celebrating three months with my boyfriend um this weekend which i i don't know three months you know it's not that long of course I feel like you know one month is like literally nothing two months is like literally nothing three months is like almost a little something it's like half of six months so yeah we are gonna celebrate on Sunday because he was working today and he's working a lot tomorrow so we're gonna celebrate on Sunday and we have a tradition where on our monthly anniversary we either make pasta together or eat pasta together and it's called pastaversary (laughs) and we are gonna be making pasta I don't know what we're gonna make yet but I'm so excited to have a cute little cooking date night with him that's one of my favorite things to do do with Jared is to cook together because he actually is very good at cooking. He cooks for work, he's a line cook. But it's been really fun since like the beginning of our relationship, being you know, during like COVID and the summer and fall time. It's been nice to just like stay in and do fun little things at my house or his house or something like that. So yes, three months today. Today's our three month anniversary. So that's a little dating relationship update. Other than that, I've pretty much just been getting back slowly, very slowly, I will say, into my work slash productivity routine. I think that it took me quite a while after having a nice, nice two week ish week two week break from posting and from really recording much content to get back into my schedule but it has been really nice to get back into vlogging and it just feels good to be productive so I think that it's just a slow it's a slow start to the year for me but I'm feeling good about getting back into my routine I've also been getting back into my fitness routine And setting some new, not really like setting goals, but just more, I would say, prioritizing fitness more often. Of course, that's literally everybody's new year resolution, right? So I won't go into it more than that. And other than that, I'm making a few updates to my house because I would like to, at least by, I would say the next couple months, springtime, by the springtime, I would like to Finally film my house tour video of this house. I've lived here for a year and a half and I never have like, I'm putting up quotes right now, but finished the house. And that's something, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that feeling of like never really feeling like your place is finished. I'm definitely always one that like changes out things and sells things and gets new pieces and all that. But um, I've been updating the office and ordered a few new pieces for that. And then I'm also going to update my living room, which is really exciting because I haven't really done that. My living rooms pretty much look the same the whole time I've lived here um, with the exception of like switching out maybe pillows and plants and things like that. But I got a whole new rug. I got a whole new vegan leather sectional. Ooh, we are excited for that. Couches are so expensive. That is a true tragedy, I will say. All right, so those are some life updates (laughs) from the past month. And the last thing I want to say before I get into our bops and flops is um, just a little shout out to my Patreon, which I know I already shouted it out, but I am offering a 15% off discount for being a patron, becoming a new patron. Um, If any of you guys have been thinking about it, it is a really good time. It's a yearly discount, so basically if you subscribe for a year, you get 15% off of every single month so it's kind of like you know when you're subscribing to something and it's either like ooh a month you could pay this much but if you pay a year you get this much off the monthly price. It's kind of like one of those things of course I never want to be too pushy about things like that so I haven't really talked about it very much but if any of you guys are ever interested in becoming a patron I have a $5 tier as well as a $10 tier so I will link that in the description box down below and I know that not everybody is able to um you know support monthly in that way but I do just want to put it out there for anybody that might be thinking about it. Moving on to our bops and flops of the week slash the past month the bops and flops of the week. I've been gone. Also let me know how you guys are feeling about the new bops and flops little intro. (laughs) I really have been wanting to update it for a while, and I hope that you guys like it. Okay, starting off with my flops. My first one is that although I am definitely excited about the new year and all this stuff, being productive, I will say I feel like my creativity has been pretty low recently, and of course we all go through phases with creativity and things like that, but I do kind of feel like I've been struggling for ideas and inspiration. And I know that it's not impossible to find, but I think that I kind of have gotten into maybe a little bit of repetitive ruts with some of the content that I'm making, like same kind of stuff on YouTube, similar kind of stuff on the podcast. And I want to be able to be a little more creative and tap into that more. So I will say that is something that I feel like I want to manifest, bring in. I want to bring it into my life right now. I'm feeling like the creativity is a little low. Maybe it's just, you know, the winter, the winter blues. My other flop is money related and it's pretty much just um, lots of expenses recently. I feel like, I mean, it's things like taxes and you know bills being due and just extra little bit of unexpected things but lots of expenses at the same time recently which is never really fun but it's something that does happen and it's always good to be prepared for so it's always good to have like a little cushion of savings if you can for when things come up unexpectedly so i won't go into that one too much but oh girl the expenses have been real recently And moving on to my bops of recent, I have a few. My first one is that I feel like my mental health is at a good place and that is a bop in itself. So feeling good. And that kind of leads me into my next bop, which is feeling fulfilled in several areas of my life. And I I feel like I talk about this one a lot, but, or something similar to it, but I really feel like I'm prioritizing and balancing things for the most part, of course, like there's things that I would improve. Like I want to give more time to certain things, but I feel like overall I am balancing things well right now, such as time for my work, time for my relationship time for my friendships and long distance, you know, friendships and relationships with people. And then, you know, time for myself. That feels good. And that feels good to feel like my little, what's the expression? Like your buckets are filled. (laughs) Is that what it is? (laughs) That might be wrong. You guys, I don't know if that's right, but I feel like You know what I mean? Moving on to my product or purchase bop of the week. (laughs) Thought about this one a lot because I haven't talked to you guys about one in a month. And it might sound funny, but my product or purchase bop of recent is Trader Joe's onion salt. I've been meaning to buy it for so long and I finally got it. (laughs) It's not even like something that is expensive. So it's like, why did I not just get it? I guess I'm like, oh my God, I already have too many spices, but... Bitch, I don't even know if I'm going to be using regular salt from this point on. It is, oh, she's fantastic. I'm just going to say that. If you like onion, if you like, I think there's even some garlic in it. There's like some green onions, just like tiny, tiny, tiny in there. And then obviously salt. If any of that sounds up your alley, I personally like all of those things. You need to try the Trader Joe's onion salt. That's kind of funny that that was one of my pops of the week. Um, But moving on to... Shows as well as songs. Um, I have been watching Love Island with Jared. We've been going insane. We're on episode like 45 of 58 episodes. I can't believe that I'm watching a show that has like 58 almost hour long episodes. <laughs> it's insane, but it's been something fun for us to do together. Living for that. Another show that I've definitely watched a million times before, but I, I guess I just don't feel like I have a ton of, Of new stuff to watch right now so I definitely do restart old shows and one that I've restarted recently not necessarily from the beginning but just kind of watching random episodes that I want to is Portlandia which is one of my favorite shows of all time it's definitely my type of humor and it's one of those things that you either like it or you're not gonna get it it's like you either get it or you're like this just isn't for me and for me luckily it's Fully my type of humor. So I love it. I love Fred Armisen so much. I am. Oh, I just think he's so fucking funny I live for him. Portlandia, she has been Back in my life recently and I've been laughing so fucking hard. It's just like a feel-good Comedy show and we all need those in our lives, right? We all need shows like The Office and Portlandia and just like funny little feel-good shows My last one is This Is Us. And I've definitely talked about This Is Us before. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. But finally, they came back with like season. I don't even know what season it is, but they came out in January with like newer episodes from the season because they always go on this annoying hiatus from like November until January. (laughs) And if you guys, if any of you guys watch, you would know that that is just, (laughs) I don't know why they do that. But nonetheless, I am very happy that it's back. Okay, since I was requested to talk about music, I want to talk about a few songs that I've been liking recently. Although I will say, you guys, I do feel a little bit lacking in music for the past few months. I feel like I've been listening to the same stuff, and I need my favorite artists to come out with music. Like, I'm really waiting on that Lord album. I'm wondering if Rihanna is ever going to come back to us. I mean, at this point, it's been, what, five years since Rihanna's last album, like, bitch, five years, half a decade. Riri, will you ever come back to us? I don't know, guys. I talk about this with people sometimes because you guys might know I'm a big Rihanna fan. I talk to people and some people are like, you know, she's just been working on that album for so long and then other people are like, I genuinely think she's done with music. What I have been liking recently, I mean, guys, I'm just gonna tell ya, I fell into the trap. I fell into the trap of the song driver's license. And I know the song is breaking and shattering records right now. It's crazy, you guys. So I read that this song broke the record number of streams for any song ever within its first 24 hours on Spotify. And I was shook to find this news because maybe I've been living under a rock, but up until about six days ago, I had never heard the name Olivia Rodrigo in my entire life. Fast forward a week later, I am violently obsessed with this song. It's one of those things that, you know, when you listen to a song, like once you listen to a song the first time, a second time, a third time, you're like, yeah, it's good. But I feel like there's something about, I don't know if it's just me and the way I pick up on music, but once you start picking up on the melody and the words a little more and you listen to it like a fourth or fifth time, for me, that's the time when a song hits and that's the time when a song is like oh shit this is like my new favorite song so i will say i listened probably two times because i heard all the hype i'm like what is this song driver's license like you know this girl's like singing about getting her driver's license i'm 26 years old like am i gonna listen to this song called driver's license bitch Yes, I watched the music video a couple days ago and I will say after I saw the music video and just saw like the way she sang the lyrics, the music video was cool. I really liked it. Um, after that, I started listening to the lyrics just deeper and deeper and deeper and bitch like the melody of that song is so good. The chorus is so good. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys have been listening to it because legitimately it took over the world, but I think it's so cool that I don't know how old Olivia Rodrigo is, maybe like 17 or 18 or something. I don't know how old she is. I think she's young, but I think it's so fucking cool that she took over that spot. Like she beat out Drake, I was reading for like the most streamed artist ever in 24 hours on one on one song. That's definitely my favorite song of the moment. I played it like eight times in a row last night. I'm not joking. Like I listened to it in my car on the way home twice. And then I got home and played it three to four more times. <laughs> um, Cause I'm just trying to learn all the lyrics. And I feel like I know 92% of the lyrics now. <laughs> Let's move forward. Obviously Good Days by SZA. She is hitting different and then these songs are some of my like EDM that have nothing to do with the other songs that I've been talking about. If you guys know me, you know my music taste is all fucking over the place. Like I'll be Taylor Swift one day, I will be listening to some heavy fucking crazy like headbanging shit the next day, and then the next day I'm listening to Miley Cyrus, the next day I'm listening to The Lumineers. Um, truly, the next thing I'm listening to Rihanna, like it's all over the fucking map. But you know what? That's what's so beautiful about music is you can like whatever you like. So for anyone out there that's into electronic music and bass music, I've been listening to Follow the Vibe by LS Dream. Super good. That's like one of my new favorite songs. And then the song Every Time by Medicine. I think it's an older song, but for some reason I just discovered it on my Spotify Um, in the past couple weeks. And I've really been liking that song. Other than that, I've been enjoying the songs high and angel like you from Miley Cyrus's new album. I need to get a little bit more into the album. I kind of listened to it once or twice, and I picked out those as my favorites. And then I just consistently have been listening to those, but those are definitely at least initially my top two favorites off of her newer album Plastic Hearts. And I know that that's not that much music. I mean, I could go into other stuff here, but I don't want this to be like super super long talking about music, but you can, you are always welcome to go check out my Spotify if you know you ever want to look at my specific playlists and once again my music taste is all over the map i'm ready for lord i'm ready for another SZA album i'm ready for a rihanna album like it's been so long since any of those artists released an album i'm like let's go honey it's hard to be patient for like four or five years with one of your favorite artists but it's also like yes trust the creative process okay but then i'm like how can people like taylor swift come out with like three albums in the last year and a half legitimately, like Taylor Swift is just fucking Killing it lately (laughs) guys. I really feel like i've been going off with the kind of intro first half portion of this episode This episode is brought to you by magic spoon So I don't know about you guys, but growing up Cereal was always part of my like daily routine before school After school snack late night snack But I realized as i've gotten into my adulthood that I pretty much had to give up all my favorite cereals because I realized it was full of sugar And just. Things that I just shouldn't probably be eating as a 26-year-old adult, but luckily that's where Magic Spoon comes in with all of their amazing cereal flavors, but without all of the bad stuff. Magic Spoon comes in amazing flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It also has zero grams sugar, 11 grams protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving, and it tastes amazing, you guys. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free. Grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. My current favorite flavor is the frosted flavor. It is so delicious, and I've been having so much fun eating my magic spoon with my oat milk, mm-hmm. We love it. The packaging also is so cute. You guys, I know that's like a random side note, but I'm telling you guys, it's like these pastel rainbowy, super cute colors with all the boxes. You guys can go to magicspoon.com unfiltered to grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure to use our promo code, which is unfiltered at checkout to save $5 off your order. That's magicspoon.com unfiltered and use the code unfiltered to save $5 off. Thank you so much to Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast again. So so I just want to say, if you weren't into it for as long as I was talking, I'm sorry. I feel like I hadn't caught up with you guys in quite a while, and it's always fun to tell you guys about new things I've been liking or doing and just all that. So I apologize that it took me so long to get to this point, but let's do it. Um, so I got requested, like I said, to talk about personal growth, which of course that could mean a multitude of things for me. when I think about personal growth for myself and what that kind of means for me is being able to look back and see where you have started with something or where you were and where you are at now. And it could really be anything. I feel like it's easier to look back over time and notice your own personal growth. But in the moment, it can be hard to realize That you're in a stage of growth or that you are growing. I don't know if everyone feels like that, but I think for myself, I can point it out and look back, you know, Oh, a year ago I was here and now I'm, now I'm here. And these are the things that I've hopefully made changes for the better. So I think something to realize is that growth will never happen from staying stagnant or staying in a situation that isn't making you feel good or fulfilled. And you know, that's probably something we all know. In order to grow, you have to challenge yourself. You have to probably try new things. And that is what growth comes from, right? I think also we have to realize that you do actually have to put in the work to see growth happen and to see results. Putting in the work could be something like, Going to therapy and talking to someone about something you are trying to overcome, right? Going to therapy, that can be putting in the work. Or putting in the work could be like separating yourself from something or someone that isn't benefiting you. Um, Or allotting time and carving out specific time for a personal goal to achieve the growth that you want to achieve, whether it's maybe... Fitness related or career related, and actually realizing, of course, that growth isn't gonna just happen magically, but you do have to put in not only the work, but also allotting the time for it. So think about the most ideal version of yourself. Close your eyes, maybe if you're not like driving or something that needs your attention right now. Close your eyes for a second, and maybe if you have some time later, you can journal or write this down, thinking about the most ideal version of you. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And I think that's a really good place to start and ask yourself, are the steps you're taking currently working to get you there to the most ideal version of yourself? The answer might be, yes, keep doing what you're doing. The answer might be "Mm, not really. So then asking yourself a follow-up question of, What are little things, nothing, you know, too crazy, but what are like little steps that I can begin implementing to get me where I want to be with whatever, maybe it's a goal. Maybe it's something you're trying to overcome mentally, maybe, I don't know, a friendship or a relationship or something that you're trying to move on from or leave behind. Also, I think another big tip is to stay focused on you and let comparison Slip away, let comparison just fall away. Which, that's of course, I say this a lot. This is one of my famous lines it's easier said than done to not compare yourself to what somebody else is doing, somebody else's, you know, success, right? Or somebody else's looks, or even, you know, looking at somebody's maybe relationship in life that they post on social media and being like, damn, they just have it so good. I think we all know this is no secret that most everybody can agree that the things we share typically are the highlights and we don't always share the struggles and the hard stuff quite as much. Stay focused on you. Stay focused on the goals and the things that you are trying to achieve and let comparison go away because everybody's on their own path. Everybody's on their own journey and it's really not fair to compare your path To somebody else's that is on a completely different life path than you. Maybe they're much older than you. Maybe you know they've just been given different opportunities. Maybe you guys started similar things at completely different time frames. It's like it's never fair to yourself. To compare where you are to where somebody else is because you guys haven't had the same challenges, you haven't had the same successes, you haven't had the same all types of stuff, right? Like opportunities essentially. So, really try to stay focused on you and what's the next best thing that you can do for yourself. Also, when I think about personal growth, it makes me reflect on okay, You know, what are some ways that I could share with you guys that I, I feel like I've experienced personal growth recently, you know, in the past six months and the past year. So comparing myself, you know, this January, 2021 to Lindsay in January of 2020, what are some of the biggest ways that I feel like I've experienced personal growth in the last year? The first one I would say, this has just been a big one for me, um, is in my romantic life. And that's something, you know, that's personal to me. But a year ago, I was fresh out of a breakup from a long relationship and I was not in the best place. I still had a lot of things to work through and a lot of honestly just time that needed to be. You just got to give this stuff time and you will heal so much just giving yourself time, right? So just allowing the space for healing, the time for healing. And it's not instant. If any of you guys are going through, you know, the end of a relationship or a breakup, or heartbreak, or anything like that right now, just know. I know everybody always says this, but you will heal so much more with time. As every single day passes, you will heal more and more and more, and um, just try to be patient with yourself and kind with yourself. You know, specific ways that I think I experienced personal growth with regards to my romantic life, really taking time for just me and not feeling like, okay, I need to always have somebody that I'm talking to or have a crush on or somebody that's on my mind and actually being able to come to a place, I would say, you know, I got back into dating and then coming back to a place sometime over the summer of last year where I actually let go of this idea of I'm trying to attract someone right now, whether it was, you know, a relationship for me or even just trying to attract like an ideal person to casually date or casually talk to, it wasn't working out for me. It was not working in the ways that I was going about it. And I was putting too much energy and too much time into it. Too much time into swiping on the apps, too much energy into maybe texting people that weren't giving me the same type of energy back. People that were not even meeting me halfway And wasting a lot of actual energy and emotions on specifically one connection that truly, I look back. Even I look back, that was probably six months ago. I almost feel bad for myself because I'm, I'm just like Lindsay. Why were you, you know, even trying with that person? Never was this person like everything that I wanted. Never was this person like giving me even remotely what i thought i needed and from them and but sometimes we hang on to these half-assed connections and sometimes we actually feel the most what's the word attached to the people that aren't giving us even halfway that people that aren't giving us anything close to what we're giving to them and i don't know why i don't know why we do this there's of course lots of reasons but it is frustrating when you look back and you're like damn why was I cut up on that even for the time period that I was like so glad that I was able to just say fuck it I'm not going to give my attention and energy to this any longer and move forward anyway kind of going off on a tangent on this one so we'll leave it at that Um, Other ways I feel like I experienced personal growth in the last year were my mental health and just the balance of my emotions was able to come back to a much more calm place. And I was able to leave a toxic relationship, which I've talked about. Also, I will be still, I do still have plans to make my video on how to identify and leave a toxic relationship. I just have a few things that I want to figure out (laughs) beforehand. If for some reason it didn't end up being a video, I would make a whole podcast episode on the topic, but just know that that's still coming. But my mental health and balance was able to come back to a place after Finally leaving that relationship and not having that up and down of my emotions every single day, I don't think I realized a lot of the time how much that took a toll on a lot of different things in my life and how much, that, how much time that took away from other things in my life. Um, focusing so much time and energy on the ups and downs and the emotions of navigating that relationship for so long. And it's one of those things now that I can look back and be like, oh my fucking God, Lindsay, like you can never do that again. Never, ever, ever let yourself be in the situation where you are feeling like that regularly again. And it's just crazy that I feel like I let that happen for so long. But you know what? This is what personal growth is all about, guys. Being able to realize that you have come from this place to where you're at now and just ooh, being proud of yourself, right? That's a big part of personal growth too. Another thing that I would say that I've really noticed personal growth in the last year or so is putting myself and my wants and needs first versus more people-pleasing because I think a lot of us want to go to that people-pleasing state and I do still have a lot of those qualities Um, because I think in some ways, you know, I do want to be a people pleaser in some ways for the people that it means a lot to me to please. I of course want to please them but I don't need to be a people pleaser for every single situation and every single person to the point where you're neglecting the things that you have to do, the things that you want to be doing for just always saying yes to other people. Those are some ways specifically that... I have noticed personal growth in myself in the last year. There's of course other ways, but let's move on. I want to end this episode talking about manifestation and I kind of, you know, it was obviously a broad topic when I got requested to talk about manifestation, but uh, it is something that I like talking about on the podcast. Also, I want to let you guys know if you happen to have missed this episode, Um, Back in, I think honestly it was like April or something, it was quite a while ago, I did a whole episode with my friend Cameron. I had him as a guest and we talked about manifestation, we talked about meditation, and overall just like mental health. It was kind of an episode focused a lot on manifestation and meditation. So if you guys happen to have missed that one and you want to go deeper with this topic, I think that it was a really good conversation. I love Cameron and it was great To have a whole episode that we kind of dedicated to those topics, to mindfulness and manifestation. So I'll link that episode in the show notes below if you guys want to go and check that out if you happen to have missed it or even if you just want a little refresher because that was like, you know, almost a year ago. But I wanted to just give you guys my top tips for beginning with manifesting or getting back into manifesting because... At least for me, I know that sometimes I'm better at... Um, Making time for things like gratitude and manifestation and writing down my intentions and all that kind of stuff But sometimes I do fall fall out with making the time to do that I think it is always extremely beneficial to have tips on to how actually do it or to easily incorporate it If you happen to have gotten out of it and you want to get back into it So these are probably my like top beginner tips or just overall tips when I think of how to use manifestation to your benefit. My number one tip is write it down. What I mean by this is if you're a journaler or someone that likes to, you know, write in a little journal, get that journal out. If you're the type of person that is visual and you like seeing things and you have to see things to be reminded of them, write it down and post it on your mirror or your wall or, you know, even go a step further, make your manifestations, your phone background, so you're always looking at it. You know, however many times a day we pick up our phone, I think it's like a hundred or something insane, like that, um, on average. But what I mean specifically by write it down is write down specifically in detail what you want to manifest into your life. Write your manifestations down. I think it is extremely helpful to have it physically written down, as opposed to just in your head, you know, because you're probably going to forget if it's just in your head and it's not written down, you're probably just going to forget about it. Okay. So however works for you, like I said, maybe a journal bullet points or literally posting your manifestations in little sticky notes on your mirror and looking at them every day, printing out photos of something specific. If it's like an item or a car or an amount of money or a house or something specific, if you can print out a photo of it, print out that photo and post it on a vision board, post it. Like I said, somewhere that you will see it and you can look at it. Okay. Number two tip is speak it out loud and into existence. So again, Take these manifestations that you have written down and speak them into existence. Um, A lot of people say that it is the most powerful to speak as if you already have this thing or whatever you want into, whatever you want to bring into your life. Speak as if you already live it, you already have it, you know? So an example would be, I am in the most loving, fulfilling, supportive relationship. I have a partner that loves me the same amount that I love them, and I feel eternally grateful and fulfilled every day in my relationship. That is an example of something that you could say out loud, um, speak it into existence if that's something that you're trying to manifest. You know, you can put it into whatever it is for you, okay? And I think that's very, very, very powerful, you guys. Things just become more real when you can actually say them out loud, and it doesn't just feel like this thing that's unattainable right? Okay. Number three, thoughts become things. The power of your thoughts, truly thinking and believing that you are worthy of something, that you deserve something and the power of your mind and the power of positive thoughts over negative thoughts. Now, of course, it's very hard to control our thoughts, and everybody has negative thoughts, negative self-talk, etc., etc. Thoughts become things. So if you're thinking about something, you're manifesting it, you think about it all the time, like I said, writing down these goals, speaking it into existence, doing all of these things over long periods of time will be very powerful for attracting things into your life. Now, that leads me into tip number four, which is when you are trying to attract things Whatever it is, money, relationships, um, maybe career. This is my biggest tip. You have to be realistic. Let's not be out here saying, I'm going to manifest $50,000 by tomorrow. Okay? Let's just be realistic with ourselves for a second come back down to reality for example an amount of money that i wanted to save for a specific goal or something i was trying to purchase whatever it is i would look at how much money i'm bringing in every month i would look at my expenses i would look at what is actually realistic for me, okay? And that means I'm not gonna try to manifest $50,000 overnight. You actually have to put time, energy, and work into specific goals. So for me, if I was trying to manifest money, maybe I would say I am trying to manifest $10,000 saved in the next six months. And that's probably pretty reasonable for something that I could achieve if I put in the work the time to earn that money, the time to save that money. Let's just be realistic about whatever it is that we are trying to manifest. Are we going to manifest a Ferrari in a month? Probably not. So, <laughs> so you know, keep your current lifestyle in mind. That's something that I always do and I don't try to shoot too high because then oftentimes that can, of course, lead to disappointment if we are not realistic about the things that we're bringing in. So be realistic, but also, like I said, be specific. So when you are writing down and thinking about what you want, be extremely, extremely specific with amounts or specific goals or what it looks like, what it feels like. If you're trying to manifest a certain, maybe your dream house, okay. You're saving for your dream house What are the specific, specific things that you want in this dream house down to the details? And I think that focusing on those being specific, but realistic, that is very powerful. So keep that in mind. That is number four. Okay. And the last tip of manifesting is number five, which is believe that you deserve it wholeheartedly. Okay. This is one of the biggest things that people forget Is you have to actually believe that you are deserving of whatever it is that you're trying to bring into your life. You really also have to take it a step further than that and you have to already picture it, you know what I mean? Picture it in your life right now. Negativity and being like, oh, you know, it's just that's just too high of a goal, that's just too crazy. Like, I'm not gonna get that. Like, it would be nice. Any of that, that type of thinking, it's never going to get you what you want. And you know, my, some people might not believe this, and it might sound woo woo or whatever, but the power of actually believing that you are capable of achieving what you're trying to manifest and really wholeheartedly knowing that you deserve it and believing that you can have it. Okay, that's a big part of manifesting that I feel like is sometimes forgotten is you have to you have to believe that you deserve it. Focusing on the things that you don't have, the money you don't have, the relationship you don't have, the house you don't have, the job you don't have. Of course, it's easy to fall into those traps of negative thinking as most of us do, but any blocks and negativity in your mind like that will prevent you from bringing in what you really want. And that's the truth. Anyone that knows anything about manifesting will tell you that. Um, It's so much, like I said, thoughts become things. So if you're thinking debt, 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 I have no money, I have no money, I have no money, that's what you're going to get. If you're thinking, I'm bringing in this money, I am bringing in this amount of money, I'm going to manifest this job that I am trying so hard to get, I'm going to manifest these savings, this amount of money that is realistic for my lifestyle and my income, You think positively, I deserve it. I know that I can do it. You will so much more easily see those things coming in. So thank you guys so much if you listen until the end. I hope you enjoyed this. I'll go ahead and write out those top five tips for manifesting in the show notes of the episode if you want to screenshot them or come back to them at a later date or anything like that. And that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Um, Feel free to follow Unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes on Instagram to vote in polls and have really the biggest say in what happens with the podcast. And it feels good to be back. And I will see you guys very soon for episode two of season two of Unfiltered. Have a great week, you guys. I love you so much. And you will hear from me soon. Bye, guys.